Hi, everyone. We at Helpful Goat just want to acknowledge that things are really intense and scary and infuriating in the United States right now. We are feeling all of those things, just as many of you are. And we just want to take this opportunity to say that Black Lives Matter and that we stand in solidarity with everyone who's hurting right now, with everyone who's fighting for their lives, and with everyone who's trying to make this country better than it currently is. Furthermore, we understand that solidarity means taking action and that we all have a moral imperative to do what we can to fight for justice. That's why we're each donating what we can to organizations that further the cause of racial equity in the United States. And we'd like to invite you to do the same if you're able. If you can afford to donate, please see this episode's description for some links to organizations that you can support that way. If you can't, we'll also be listing ways you can help that don't cost any money. Either way, we hope you join us in taking time to consider your personal role in the ongoing fight for racial justice, and that you're taking care of yourselves and each other during this very difficult time. We also want to say that we view playing and creating with one another as a valuable and vital part of human life. We hope and plan to continue sharing our D&D games with all of you, not as an escape from the real world, but as an extension of it. As one example of how people can connect, communicate, and experience joy, excitement, and mutual meaning-making together in a world with all too much inequity and hate. For us, D&D is all about collaborative storytelling and world-building. And we see value in that in a time when building a more just world together is absolutely essential. Thank you for listening. We love you all. Enjoy. Welcome back, everyone. When last we had left our intrepid group of explorers, having discovered the location of the Fortress of Stone's Rest, they elected to take a rest themselves. Uh, think about their plan, think about their cover story, and then prepare to infiltrate the fortress. They used the passphrase that they had gotten from Amnion Pollock, which got them entrance to the fortress, where they claimed that they were traveling adventurers looking for work. Preferably work that the unity would not have, you know, much reach in. This seemed to get them through with the guards, who told them that they should seek the quartermaster for a temporary lodging, and then to speak to an individual named Galtha in order to determine if they would be recruited or not. While in the process of getting their lodgings, they discovered that there are apparently two groups inside the camp the marked, the bandits that run the fortress, and the left behind, prisoners who had been held for ransom, but whose ransoms were never paid, who work as a kind of servant or slave within the fortress, though they do not appear to be horribly mistreated. They are deprived of their freedom, ultimately. They also ran across a mysterious figure who is also staying there, who... Lydia, one of the left behind in charge of accommodations that they were speaking to, couldn't recall the name of, but who seemed to possess some level of telepathic abilities, able to speak into Neldor's head and suggest that meeting later might be a good idea. 
now they have come to Golfa, the head of recruitment, a massive uh, Goliath woman who was impressed by their sharing information that the unity is arriving in force, though she seemed to have had access to that information already. She was also impressed that they had traveled over the broken and blighted lands directly to get here by the fastest route. Now she has suggested with some excitement that if they want any hints as to how to impress Maro Davarpar, the leader of these bandits, and thus gain full membership, that they need to play a game with her. A game called Crash Orb. Once Viji agreed to play this, uh, she excitedly sort of banged on a gong next to her, and now some of the people in the camp are actually coming over. It appears that this is a semi-regular distraction. Um, and as she's standing here, she will sort of begin explaining the rules loudly, which you can also see in the text up at the top here. So it's a simple enough game. It's sort of like basketball slash handball slash anything like that. Um, you start with 10 orbs in your basket. The goal of the game is to throw your orbs into the opponent's basket. Each time you do, you score a goal and get one point. If you drop any orbs or miss your shot, that orb is lost for the game. The game ends when any player has no more orbs. Either they're not holding any or there's none in their basket, and there's none in their basket. If someone forfeits, or if anyone scores all 10 of their points. Will a bardic inspiration help VG on this? <clears throat> Yes, I will say that Bardic Inspiration will, in fact, be a useful resource. Then I will grant one to VG. What about also the spell Enhance Ability? Um, Enhance Ability, you think, could be useful, certainly, if you picked, like, Dexterity or Strength. Con. No, I'm joking. Con would be not... Well, maybe Con. I don't know. Um... And that's just, I mean, it's a verbal somatic and um, movement. Material? Material, thank you. I don't know what just happened. I was like, you've only been a full (laughs) caster most of your time playing D&D. I know, I know. I don't know what that was. Especially because it says in parentheses the material. Um, Verbal somatic and magic. And I just like end that movement that's, you know, a piece of amber worth at least five gold pieces. That kind of movement. Um, but I was going to say, it's like, I can just do it on the down low, right? It's not like, oh, look, that lady's using magic. Uh, <laughs> verbal and somatic is... Well, just like whisper and twist my fingers a little. Pretty fucking obvious, generally. Fine, we cast it. You would have to, at the very least, make a uh, stealth check as you are casting it. Um, Well, I don't have very good stealth, so I'm not going to do it. Fine. Sorry, VG. At least you have Bardic Inspiration, which is also really good. It's okay. So... The way this works is you take two simultaneous... Each player takes their turn simultaneously. Um you and Galtha. Um, And on your turn, you can do one of these four things. You 
throw an orb that you're holding, and you can either aim at the goal or the opponent. There is some violence involved. Um, if you're trying to hit the opponent, you're just trying to hit their AC. If you're trying to hit the goal, it's not very hard. Um, you can pick up an orb, which you don't have to do anything to succeed on. You just grab one of them. You can hold up to three of them at once, and if you're hit, you might drop some. You can try to block your goal to make it harder for people, or you can basically do a, the equivalent of an action surge. Um, you just rush really hard, and you take two other normal actions this turn, but you can only do that once per match. Any questions on a metagame level before we get started? I'm not going to try to roleplay Galtha explaining this to you. Honestly, just picture Stormbringer explaining arm wrestling. Okay. Good. Yeah, so no. what do I have to roll then to, like, roll a ball? To throw one is a dex or strength, your choice. And it would just be your dex or strength stat. But you have to be holding a ball first, so probably on this first turn, it'll you'll need to take an orb. I should, actually, I should have made that one go first. But, all right, um... So, I'm going to go ahead and type into, sorry, type into chat what Galtha is doing so that then when you say it, I can just click what she did and it's at the same time and people watching can see that I didn't change anything. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no initiative. It's just going to go at the same time. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm putting this here to keep track of points. I'm just going to manually enter them. As you score goals. So. You got this, VG. Actually, uh, to make this easier, and just to make it actually a decision on this first one, you each start with one ball in hand. Because that way, you can do any of the actions first. All right. What do you want to do, VG? Uh, so, I do dexterity and throw. Yeah. Cool. Well, who should I aim at? Goal or the person? Goal. The goal. Okay. Fourteen, and you were throwing it at uh, her goal. Uh, so you score. Uh, you sort of yeah. take the first ball that you're holding and like quickly whip it, and you almost surprise her because she was reaching down to grab another ball, um, and was I, I think surprised that you would just immediately th throw the only ball you were holding. Uh, but yeah, you, Vigi. But you you score a goal. Um, so you have one point. And are now holding no balls, so you would have to grab one next turn, unless you want to block or something else. Uh, and she is holding two balls, just as a okay. status update. Uh, and you can decide what you want to do next. I'll take a ball. Okay. Uh, she is also going to take a ball. So you are now holding one. She's holding three. I'm going to throw it at her. Uh, for your next one? Nice. Oh, what? Cool. Uh, um, what do I press? Uh, same thing. Dex. Uh, it's a dex check. It's against her uh, armor class. <laughs> nice. So give me just one second here to click something for her. Elephant. You are an elephant. You are an elephant. You're an olifant. I'm an olifant. Olifant. You're magnificent. Holy <laughs> she fumbled. Okay. Fuck yeah. So she went to throw a ball at your net. Um, and as she did so, you had just already just 
you almost in one motion grabbed the ball out of the basket and threw it at her. So she missed entirely with the ball that she was trying to throw into your net. So she didn't score a goal (laughs) and you hit her. And because of that fumble, I'm just going to say she bombed her saving throw as well. So she dropped both of the balls that she was carrying. Um, uh, Neither of you are carrying a ball and you have one goal. She has no points. Uh, What would you like to do? I'm going to get a ball. Okay, she's going to do the same thing. You each have one ball. Should I hit her or should I hit the goal? You you do. For the goal. Sorry, okay, so you're going to throw for the goal? I'm going to go for the goal. 17. She is also throwing for the goal. Uh, you score, she does not. <laughs> Savage. Yeah. Ah. Ting, ting. All right. Uh, I assume take a ball. Yes. Which is what she's doing as well. And I'm going to throw it at the goal again. Okay. She is taking a ball. You score again. Yeah, Vicky! I do my elephant punching martial arts dance. <laughs> You're just punching the air. Uh, 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 uh. And kicking it. And Brooke is totally turned on right now. Brooke's yep. like doing it on the side too, like punching the air. Like, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um... Uh, very good. So she currently is holding two orbs, uh, and you are holding none. Uh, what would you like to do? Okay, I'm going to do a quick burst, pick up two, right. and throw one at them. Uh, you can only pick up two with that, or you could pick up one oh, and I throw it. Pick up two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's what you're saying, right? Pick up one and throw it at them. Okay, so do I need to re- do I need no, to re-roll? you're good. That's all. That's all the same roll. Uh, so a fifteen do, uh, does hit her. Uh, so she was picking up another ball. <laughs> um. So she needs to make a save now. VG is just fucking bullying Galtha here. Yep. Uh, there's. That's how loxodons do. But she will make the save against your throw, so she'll only drop one ball. Okay. All right. Um, and what do you want to do this turn? Um, pick one up. Okay. Uh, she is going to action. She's going to do the equivalent of action surging, and she's going to throw both of the balls she's holding at your net. Uh-oh. I don't know what to do. Uh, she scored oh, one, but missed the other. So, with your next turn, you're holding one ball, she's holding none. You're aiming at the net. Nice. Uh, you score easily. Oh, I already did it. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. Oh, good, because that was a fumble in a two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you scored easily. So you now have four goals. You have five balls left in yours. Uh, she just picked one of hers up uh, and is looking slightly panicked because you would know she only has four balls total left. So if you score twice more, she's eliminated. 
Woohoo! Uh, what would you want to do? Um, just pick a ball and go for the net. You need to pick up a ball for one action, yeah. Oh, pick up. A so ball. you pick up a ball, and she'll pick up a oops, ball. Oops. You can Sorry. even keep that. Are you going to throw for the net next time? You said. Yeah. Okay, so that'll score. I'm going to roll hers. She will also no. score. Okay, what do you want to do? You need to pick up a ball, probably. Pick up a ball, and then I'll guard. So you're going to pick up I the... don't know what that means. I'm supposed you can, I think you can only do one. Yeah. You can pick up the ball or guard. Oh, I'll guard. Okay, so you're, you have no ball in hand. You're just going to guard. Very good. Uh, she is going to uh, shoot with the last ball she has, so... Uh, oof, she's going to make it. She's going to score even though uh, you tried to block. Um, you, you sort of move to stop it, and you're just surprised because it just slaps your arm away. She is throwing the mm -hmm. ball really hard. Like, you're focusing on finesse. She's just horking yeah. this thing as hard as she can. <laughs> Don't forget, you have inspiration. Oh, Hardic inspiration. That wouldn't have affected that one. But just uh, generally. No. All right. Uh, what do you want to do? You have no balls in hand. Or four in your basket. Sorry. Oh, so pick up a ball okay. and throw it at her goal. Oh, pick up a ball. Yep. Mm -hmm. I said a ball. Yep. And then next time you're going to throw at the goal. She's going to throw it at the goal. You miss. Pick up a ball. Yep. Do, well, do you have Bardic Inspiration? That's true. That, okay. that misses Bardic Inspiration. Okay. I'm picking up a ball. Okay. Tell me when to go. Sorry. You can go now. So throw. You did a 10. Bardic Inspiration. Or... Three. Exactly enough. You you throw the ball, and as she's she's basically abandoned defense and is just trying to score the, her remaining balls as quickly as she can, and you throw the ball, and it hits the lip of the basket and sort of, like, is almost balanced there for just a moment, and you feel like you just will it to roll back and fall into the basket. Um, are you and your shadow doing two separate dances? Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Nice. nice. <laughs> um, so uh, with that, she only has one ball left, so you have one. So she's gonna yeah. sort of smile. Uh, you're gonna hear a lot of of sort of cheering at a good game of Crash Orb, as well as a lot of cursing, because it seems like people generally bet on this. Um, <laughs> and people don't tend to bet against Galtha. Um, uh, but yeah, so she sort of is going to stride over to you purposefully. That was amazing. <laughs> Just sort of slaps you on the shoulder. You rock a little bit. No, no, you... I think all of you would be good additions to our ranks. You... Well done. Look. Like I said, I, I can't make the decision as to whether you join us or not. That is a matter for Morrow. Morrow is a good man and a good leader. He is impressed by strength. He is also very interested in magical items. Um, huh? He has been collecting them 
for some time now. So if you have one or information about one, all of those would be things that would surely tip the balance in favor of you staying with us, which I hope you do. Sounds good. Um, you're going to see, uh, as everyone sort of is breaking up and dispersing, you're going to see that figure from the guest rooms, uh, sort of smile and nod at you and sort of bounce a, uh, a coin purse in his hand. Um, he appears to have bet on Viji. <clears throat> so with this, Galtha has already said to you, like, uh, you're just going to kind of be summoned. You're not entirely sure. It seems like you are free to do what you want. Uh, well, it looks like we got into the good graces of our, our, our wealthy friend again. Maybe we go talk to them. Well done, by the way, VG. That was awesome. That one, that we, you, you took your trunk and you just slammed that. Uh, it was awesome. That was really awesome. You did a great job, VG. Thank you. Amazing. And yeah, I guess we can go talk to the wealthy guy. Okay. Uh, you know he's staying the same place you are, so you can head back to your quarters. Um, so on the way, I'm going to say in people's heads, hey, since he can talk in people's heads, like Neldor said, I can't remember if we... Oh, we didn't tell the rest of you that. Hey, no. he can talk in people's heads. Um... So just if you need to talk to in our heads, try to be super inconspicuous about it. Like make sure you maintain eye contact and continue the conversation with him if we're talking in our heads so he doesn't know that we can do this. Okay. I don't love it when people are in my head. Not good. I know you have a lot going on in there. So Rook has don't like it in our head. As you were walking, um, one of the, the left behind sort of passed you and bumped into you slightly. And it's like, oh, sorry, sir. Sorry. Uh, check my pockets. Dirty pickpockets. <laughs> Stole something from me. <laughs> Stop uh, shit. You, uh, y- you find a small twisted up piece of paper in your pocket that wasn't there before. Oh. Oh. Reverse pickpocket, huh? <laughs> I keep that in my pocket for the moment, and uh, I, I'll tell into uh, Sonny's head, hey, that person just uh, gave me a little note. I say we go and check out what's on that as well. Yeah, what does it say? I don't know Probably, yet. Maybe you shouldn't read it in front of everybody. Yeah, smart thinking. Okay. And I assume VG's following me, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to grab them and start making them follow you. Sorry, right, I yeah. was on a different tab. I forgot that we were doing things in Roll20 still. It's okay. Try it. Discord hates me, so what did the note say? We don't know. He hasn't looked at it yet. So uh, you get back into the room. Uh, you can hear... Uh, sounds coming from the room to your side of like someone moving around so you're pretty sure that this person that you were suggesting you talk to is in his rooms um do you want to go talk to him or do you want to look at the note first uh i quickly kind of motion everyone over to 
Meldor and I's space and unfurl the note. Look at it. So inside you uh, see just a hastily scrawled note. Um, it says, Lydia says that you all are goodens. If you're interested in helping those of us who are left behind, talk to me after dinner this evening. I'll be in the square near your lodgings. Uh, did I get a good look at their face? Uh, close enough, actually. He, when he apologized to you, and actually it was yeah. kind of interesting because somewhat similarly to like what you did with the like, you know, was it like rubbing your nose and like sort of winking yeah, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. He did something pretty similar with like a, oh, sorry about that. And like gotcha. very direct eye contact. So yeah, you're pretty sure if you saw him in the area right around here, uh, you'd be able to spot him again. Cool. Yeah, I'll tell everyone, uh, I'll show everyone the note. I won't even say it out loud. Cool note, huh? Well. Yeah. (laughs) Um, sure. So I guess we should do that. But right now, I guess we'll talk to the old guy. Uh... Yeah, VG, keep that uh, umbrella handy in case, uh, I don't know. So wait, wait, bad, do we need, like, to do, like, good cop, bad cop? Because I'm really good at, wait, that wouldn't work on him, never mind. Wait, were we told really exactly bad. where Morrow is? No. <laughs> we were talking to the wealthy roommate, not Morrow. Who we don't know their name yet, I don't think. No, we don't. Morrow's gonna send for us, I guess, at some point. He's a very busy man, according to Galtha. Indeed. Okay, well, so it seems slightly odd since we had, like, very pertinent information. But they already knew it, right? So. Yeah. They've asserted a couple times that they already knew that size and shape of the forces coming at them. It was more so interesting that, that you were providing that and you were willing to do that is the thing that spoke well of you. Okay. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and knock on the door a couple times. And then uh, the shadow will knock once. The, the door will open and he'll sort of uh, check you. Ah, yes. Hello. Can I... Uh, help you with anything. Yes. Uh, so sorry. We didn't... We, I don't know if we caught your name before. Uh, my friends call me Rook. A pleasure to meet you, Rook. In all truth, my name is not especially important. That's a really weird name. Well, Whatever works for you. <laughs> call you nay not especially important yeah that works as well as anything all right nay um well these are my friends and i i think you saw vg uh perform we're just walking into his room he just he beckoned you in (laughs) 
Oh, okay. Sorry, I said, I think that it cut me off on that one. I said he beckons you into the room and sort of sits down and gestures at various seats. Uh, I, I, I think you know, uh, you saw VG perform admirably with the Crash Orb. I uh, did, I did. Won a bit of money. Yeah. I made you a bit of coin on that. on that. I didn't even think of that. Um, yeah, and it seems like you uh, were able to speak uh, with my friend here, and I look at Sunny. Um, perhaps <laughs> we should have a deeper yes. conversation. Um, also, you're a sketchy motherfucker, and you tell us what's going on right now. Whoa, evil Sunny just came out. Whoa, what? <laughs> uh, Sunny, we sort of decided not to do, not to I do think good Nellor combat. I fell asleep for a second. What? <laughs> the, the figure also is just kind of looking at you and like, is this that good guard, bad guard thing that people do? I'm not really sure why you're doing it. We were just going to have a conversation. To get results. <laughs> uh, so I can appreciate hey. that. What results are you looking to get? <laughs> the truth. Oh fuck, we're all gonna die. <laughs> I'll I'll i like point to my lips, uh, and then I'll point to him, and then I'll say, "Let me tell you a long-winded conversation about one of my lectures I give." Uh, I'm gonna talk into Rook's head. What? <laughs> not not my head. Talk talk to him. I'm just gonna have a conversation <laughs> out loud about a lecture I give. I don't know if we should tip our hand. Mm. Uh, so, uh, Rook, you're now gonna you're now gonna hear in your head. Were, were you indicating that I should speak into your mind? That seems a decent precaution, though I'm a little confused as to why the cheerful-looking one is suddenly so angry with me. Did I do something in particular? Shit. I am also confused about that. Uh, I think I think Sunny thought that uh, we were going to try to strong arm you for something. That's certainly not the case. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Speak freely. Uh, oh, that that is quite amusing. Um, right, it is. So, so uh, wait, why is that funny? <laughs> wait, who the fuck are you again? <laughs> <clears throat> so at oh. this. Uh, at this, for the he, first he time, back you up. You're you're going to hear all of you can sort of hear him speaking in your minds, and you can kind of hear each other. Uh, Sunny, this seems significantly more advanced than what you do. Like, so you're not actually mad at me, right? I didn't think I had done anything to make you all. Do you object to gambling for moral reasons? I can give no. this money back. What? Nobody cares about gambling. I'm sure someone <laughs> does. No, quite the opposite. Exactly. Wait, who exactly are you? Why are you in my brain? This is a totally novel experience for me, and I hate it. <laughs> you get used to it. Um, 
let's see, there were a lot of questions. Why am I in your brain? Because this seemed like the most secure way to communicate. And honestly, watching you all flick between talking to each other and then talking to me would have gotten boring. So I thought this would be easier. What do you mean talking to each other? So wait, number one is who are you? I've already specified that who I am is not especially important. I beg to differ, you're in all of our brains. Well, technically speaking, if you see me, I'm in your brains. Never mind. Okay, you know that's not what he means. Do I? Yes. Naldor is actually going to put a hand on one of his short swords, like he's going to draw it, and then say, I don't really think you understand, or maybe you do, but you know that's not what I mean. Well, given that you're now threatening me, I suppose I do now, but I genuinely didn't prior to that. Anyway, this seems to be going poorly. (laughs) Yes. You all seem very violent. Not Um, violent. I'm not apprehensive. I have this ability because I have this ability, much like it seems like your friend does. Um, As for who I am, again, I keep specifying it is not especially important. I work for very important figures. Can you understand how it's a little like... Tasks. Do you understand how, given that profession, it might generally be ill-advised for me to overly disclose things, yes? So what you're currently doing, is this a normal thing for you? Yes. This many people in one room? Teldor's gonna kind of Would it like... make it better for you if we moved someone to another room? I'm really not sure why you all get so flustered so quickly. No, let's just explain that maybe we're not as quite accustomed to this as you are. That but makes we got sense. On a bad foot, we thought we were doing good cop, bad cop, and I guess we didn't quite get the memo that we weren't doing that, and. It's not personal, but it's a little weird that you can talk in all our heads and you seem a little like you don't want to be forthcoming about who you are. That is correct. As you can assume or ascertain, that we are not very forthcoming about who we are. And I choose to respect that with you all. My purpose is this. I have been charged with finding out certain information at this location. It hardly seems to me that anyone carrying the level of armament that you all are are likely to be merely seeking employ as bandits. So it then occurred to me that what else could you be doing that would bring you here? 
and I wonder if perhaps our interests might align. Well, that would really depend as um, I'm assuming this wouldn't be too facetious to assume that there are four of us and currently one of you that our goals would be a little more front of the line than yours. Interesting. So, um, Rook, you've been sort of going over uh, the lecture that you gave. Yeah, on uh, all bears. Yeah, and he'll see, and you'll <laughs> see the man stand up. Oh, Rook, that is indeed a fascinating subject. I do so love owlbears. I am afraid, however, that I have other business that I must attend to. So for now, I think our conversation is done. Oh, I was just getting to their feet. That's the best part. I agree, they are quite adorable. However, I really must insist. Thank you, though, for stopping by, and perhaps at some point in the future, I can hear more about owlbears. Excellent. Great. Well, then, I'll, we, you can go. <laughs> You're just going to leave us here? Or? No, no, he was opening okay, the door okay. and no, beckoning you out. Okay, then we'll take I'm going to talk in his head, since he knows anyways. I know that got kind of off to the wrong foot again, still. We have a lot of wrong feet. But Neldor didn't mean that in a negative way. We just want to find a way to make this work for all parties, right? It's not that we don't want to help you or see if our interests align. Uh... What you feel is almost impossibly disconcerting. You see him and you reach out to speak into his mind. You can't. Okay. Have I ever have I ever run into anyone before who I can't talk in their minds? No. Is this because of what Neldor said, or is this because of, like, something he threw up? Uh. Like, as in, like, a precaution. I don't think you would have a basis of knowing that. Sonny's not attempting to use the channel that he had opened. He had closed that. Gotcha. Okay. Sonny's trying to speak into his head the way she normally would. Gotcha. <clears throat> and it's not working. Well, we'd love to keep, um, this is out loud. We'd love to keep, um, channels of communication open. We're really interested in hearing about your work with Albert's and finding a mutually agreed upon owlbear agreement concord 
for all of us. So we'd love to talk to you again sometime about Albers and working together on Albers. Yes, 100%. There, there is a tribe of barbarians uh, in North Forian that specifically finds a bit of a sexual fetish in the owlbears not having bare feet. Uh, so let's not be like them and get off on the wrong foot. Right. We, we really would love to talk to you more about sexual fetishes and owlbears especially. At this, he just looks like he was following the coded metaphor, but then thought about the surface meanings <laughs> and was just like... <laughs> Bye. I'm also going to talk into my party's head now. Um, so he, like, blocked me from talking into his head. Um, and I think Lydia couldn't remember his name because he doesn't want anyone to remember his name. So he seems pretty powerful. And I don't know if he's Unity or if he's working for a different faction. Um, but we should be careful and also see if his interests do align with ours, right? Maybe we could make a new buddy. Perhaps. Uh, definitely makes me nervous either way. Yeah. I mean, not much doesn't, I guess, but still. I was going to say, that's a long list, buddy. Um, you've been told that, like, food isn't really going to be provided. It's getting on pretty, uh, it's more advanced into the afternoon and evening now, so you would suspect that it's around supper time. You were told by that mysterious note that the person would be coming by after supper, um, if interested. I think we definitely should be interested in that. Right, everyone? Mm-hmm. Supper yeah. or food is Well, good. also. The person. And the person, yes. Yes, I think we're just a food and the person. Well, presuming you can eat your supplies that you already have. Um, yes. That sounds like we have humans to eat. It does not sound mm-hmm. like what? That. It <laughs> does sound, sound like that. Why does that sound suppliers. like that? He said supplies. <laughs> like, I don't know. Why did you say it like that? I'm genuinely bewildered as to why it suggested cannibalism. <laughs> I just said eat some supplies. I mean, did it we just have, did. like, people hanging, like, you know, like, pigs at a Hawaiian thing? <laughs> really? I think we did. I mean, look, I'm struggling with Discord as it is, so when I hear human supplies, I... Exactly. He said human you supplies. supplies. You can I, eat your supplies. You can <laughs> eat your supplies. I never said human supplies. What in the world? Okay, Andy, I'm not wrong in being confused, right? 
I I am entirely as well. Okay, okay. Like I did not say anything that suggested cannibalism. At least I didn't think <laughs> you so. Definitely did. You definitely. Did. I mean, technically, since I'm an elf and it would be human, is that technically cannibalism? I actually had no. I this, think we're good. I actually had this debate at one point. Where do you draw the line for cannibalism? In and Lena's character is human-ish, so, I mean, come on. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to eat my supplies of, of salted meats uh, and rice that I always carry and... Andy now oh. feels the need to support me by being specific <laughs> about the supplies. <laughs> I appreciate you. I uh, don't. After dinner, um, I'll maybe step outside in the night air and see if perhaps this person looks like. Yep. Uh, you saw. Yeah. Sort of, you sort of saw him walking down uh, across the plaza. Um, <clears throat> He has sort of a piece of bread that he's finishing uh, munching on as he's walking this way. Okay. Wait, were you going to go on your own or were we all going to go? I assume we were all going to go. Oh, I think he's going to come in with us, maybe. But Oh, okay. That sounds like a good idea, too. Except I for mean, the sketchy, super powerful guy who can probably hear <laughs> us in some way. I mean, I'm sure he's going to get a little peeved. Oh, we're following him? So he's uh, sort of going to uh, not, um, and he's going to grab, he's actually carrying also a broom. And he's like, ah, good good evening, good evening. Uh, here just to, to sweep a bit. And he'll step oh. inside. Yeah, ours is uh, quite dirty. Okay, given the metaphors you've been using, I'm not sure that's the direction you want to take this. <laughs> Um, and he's gonna I know what I said. walk pretty briskly into the back room here. Oops. Oh, interesting, cool. Uh, you're just murdering him with a shadow dog. But <laughs> <laughs> murdering him as he steps in, uh, my shadow grows wide, um, and then from it, uh, a, a gigantic hound rises up, uh, kind of makes a 3D form, um, its eyes glowing just a bit red, but everything else about it pitch black. Uh, and I'd like it to just kind of sit here and guard the doors. I have positioned um, Mr. Bork. Mr. Which Bork. you should have control of. Beautiful. Uh, and I say, uh, Mr. Bork, if you don't mind, uh, please just kind of sit here, guard the doors, keep an eye on our friend here. Uh, and so he's back in the room, sort of sweeping, but obviously waiting for you all to come in. And then I'll come in, yeah. I'm also going to say he did not see you produce something out of shadow. Because he was sort of tucked into the room. Uh, is everyone else going in? or? Yeah. Okay. I will move the... In. And you can kind of close the door over. He's like... He's going to sort of look at you all. I'm I'm going to stand against the wall that adjoins to the powerful dude's wall and just try to make sure I don't hear or feel through magic him trying to listen. Sure. <coughs> um, 
he's gonna sort of look at you and say, I'm I am Temple Morrowsong. Um Lydia told me that you all were quite kind to her and also quite interested in her story. Yep. Agreed. Do you share a similar story? I... Yes. I I was part of a caravan that was taken. And when that happened, my, my possessions were also taken, obviously. And among those was a book. A book that's very important to my family and I. I... My family has no money. There is no way I am going to be ransomed out of this place. I've only been here a few weeks, but I need to retrieve my book and get out of here. I... I hope I am not misplacing my trust, but I was hoping that perhaps you might be able to assist me with that. Obviously, I would not expect to do this for nothing if there's anything I can help you with. Please, I, I know that... I know that you are interested in joining them, but 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 surely you see that one... one of the left behind leaving is, is nothing to them. There, there are dozens of others. I, if there's something I could do to help you impress them or something else, I don't, I don't know. I might be able to help with that, and then you could join them, and I could be back with my family. Well, could you tell us more about this book that you need to find? Yeah. It, it has... It has the lineage of my family. It has the details of their lives. We've we've kept it for generations. It's irreplaceable. It's valueless to essentially anyone, which is why I'm afraid of waiting long. I'm afraid of them discarding of it. But for my family, it could never be brought back. Was it just taken from you, or, or did it seem like they were seeking out this book? No, all all of our possessions were taken when they struck the convoy. They they, they take them, and from what I've been able to ascertain, then they, they, they sort them, they process them. Useful things like uh, blankets, tents, weapons, the like. Those go to the quartermaster. Everything else goes somewhere else. We will definitely help you with this. I am adding it to my to-do list right now. Oh, oh, you, you keep a to-do list. What else is on there? Oh, uh, you know, make eggs. <laughs> um, I mean, do you, should I read it to him? Probably. Yep. Okay. Uh, interesting. Uh, well, it's possible we could help you with such a thing. Uh, we definitely enjoy helping people. We're nice people, uh, good people, all of us, especially that one. And, you know, just curious to learn a little bit more about this camp. Um, maybe a few questions. One, uh, have you heard of anyone keeping 
prisoners here uh, that are not working but are actually just kept somewhere? Um, yeah. Uh, Answer that first if you don't. <clears throat> I have not seen anyone uh, with the exception of those who refuse to obey the rules of being a hostage and thus fought back and they were usually just summarily killed when there was no further choice. Uh, but no... But I do know, I've been on cleaning duty in the weeks that I've worked here. I have not seen any place where they could be storing that amount of goods in any of the standardly accessible buildings. It must be somewhere else. Are any of the buildings not accessible, or...? The only one that I have never been allowed into is the second floor of the Northeast Building. Okay. Um, did, yeah, did, were you ever given a reason why you could never go in there? They never specified, but I have noticed that upon occasion, more important-looking personages, like some of the visitors that you see, are escorted to that northeastern building and then do not come back for some time. I... I do not know if perhaps that is where Morrow is, or if there's some special section there. I do not know. Right. Have you ever seen Morrow? No, no, I have never seen him in person. Interesting. And of course you would just hear, I mean, we're just talking here. We're not going to tell anyone about this conversation, right? Neither party is. Why would I tell anyone about a conversation that would likely have me punished and make my goals harder to achieve? That is a very good question. So what do you mean by punished? Uh, Do do, do they hurt the left behind? No, not usually. Not ever so far as I've seen. I just... I can't imagine I would be allowed to work as freely or move as freely, and I do not think I would have any chance of ever retrieving my book or getting out of here. Yeah. Okay, I was just checking. But we'll get your book. I, I was hoping that perhaps you could take me with you if you can find this place so that I can... Look for it. It is not a remarkable tome in any way. I... Please, just... Is there anything I can do to help? Well, uh, well, do you happen to know any of the left behind that might be able to get us access to that northeast area? It's like, that's the other reason that I thought it was suspicious. I've never met any of the left behind who know any of the left behind who have been to that floor of that building. Mm. It seems like none of us are allowed to go there. I do know that while there are always guards there, they do tend to change shifts about midnight. I don't know if that's helpful. They're not there for very long. They're not gone, but... And what's the downstairs used for in the northeast? Uh, The downstairs is 
just generally meeting rooms and uh, I think there's a storeroom. Um, nothing particularly important. Okay. Not many people come or go there. That's the other reason that it seems odd that the visitors were taken there about a week ago or shown over to there. They weren't being taken against their will. But there wouldn't be anything on the first floor of as a reason to take visitors there. Well, and are those visitors still around? Uh, no, I think that that group left the next day. It seemed like they had gotten done whatever they needed to do. Uh, And how long ago was that? Uh, that was about a week ago. What sort of people were they? Uh, a a rich merchant of some kind. Uh, I did not ask what he traded in. Hmm. Uh, does this place have sewers by any chance? Or uh, what's the the well in the middle of town? I. I see. I know that the river sort of flows into this place, but I don't exactly know where it flows. Nor do I. It must be underground, right? Well, certainly. It, it's. It seems like it goes beneath the very grounds of the the fortress itself, but I have never seen its course. Does this place have sewers that have access to that area? Uh, underneath? Possibly. I I have never tried that. I do not know if there is anything down there. True. Yes, yes. Well, interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, what other questions might we have for our friend here? Do you know anything about the other guests staying in uh, this building? Uh, he is generally well thought of. He has been here longer than I have been. He's probably the longest tenured guest here. He's mm, he he's he says he's a, a researcher. I think. Um, I, I don't know what he researches. Most guests do not speak to us. That's that's part of why I thought it would be worth passing you the note, you see, because Lydia mentioned to me that you spoke and asked about us. Yes. We are sensitive to your plight. Uh... Yes, we want to try to help as much as we can, certainly. Um, is there any way you could ask around to some of your friends if if they know of um, any prisoners that have been kept here but not able to walk around or where else that might be or if anyone has access to that floor? If you could secretly maybe ask around a little about that, do you think that's doable? Can you Can you do that? All right, I do want to ask a question um, regarding something. You do you have your staff out 
Like, not menacingly or anything, but just out, generally? Uh, it's on my back, in my backpack. I mean, but it's visible. Okay. Um, as you sort of talk and maybe you're sort of shifting a little bit, he's gonna look, and you're pretty sure he's looking up at the sort of head of your staff, and he's gonna, uh, pause and, like, uh, stop, stop, um, uh, oh, uh, Yes, uh, asking about prisoners. Um, yes, I think I might. I might be able to. It's, it's a little difficult because I, I'm, I'm quite sure that if anyone makes a great deal of fuss, they will catch on to something. But uh, I, I can, I can try. Ten for insight. What's his problem? Uh, ten for insight. What's his problem? <laughs> He's got a book that he wants back. Do you mean on why he started or why he's afraid of asking yeah. about? Uh, why he started. You're not really sure. It seems like he noticed something. It seems like something with Rook. Uh, I, if I noticed him looking at my staff specifically and then his tone felt like it changed a little bit. It was more that he sort of like had to stammer and then catch back up. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Have you seen a staff like this before? Or you you seem to almost recognize it. Well, uh, it... uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that's a magical item, yes? It's a Probably, thing? probably corrupted, not blighted. Oh, that's weird. I take it out. I kind of put it in front of him. Well, Hold it. I don't know. It seems okay to me. I wiggle it. Such, such things are <laughs> highly prized by by Maro Davarpar. I, I believe that was some of what the merchant that I mentioned here was trading. He had come across a collection of corrupted items and was selling them to him. I do not know in exchange for what, but... Huh. How did you recognize it as that, assuming it is that, which I'm not confirmed? <laughs> Odd way of phrasing things. Um, well, it seems to absorb the light, yes? Like... I don't know does any it? wood that does that normally. And I thought it was just very dark. And I... Um, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Tr- purified items are even rarer, so I assumed, and one would not be so foolish as to walk around with a blighted item on their back. Right. Please explain to me the difference, like I don't know what you're talking about. I do, but pretend I don't. <laughs> He's, like, just sort of slow blinking at you, Sonny. I just want to see how much you know. I, well, uh, not very much. Uh, Magical items exposed to the cataclysm became corrupted or blighted in the worst cases. The, the, The corruption ate at them, twisted them, changed them. Those items are still powerful, but often changed. I I have heard stories that great heroes can acquire them and through their actions, p- 
purify them, make them whole or even better than they were before, banishing the corruption. But on the other hand, if someone gets a hold of one and uses it and feeds the corruption in it, it becomes blighted. It becomes, stories say that it becomes an agent of the cataclysm itself. And why would somebody be interested in collecting these very dangerous things that we certainly don't have one of? Still going with that, huh? Um, Yep. They are powerful. I do not know. Perhaps any even corrupted item is still extremely powerful, but I'm sure you don't know anything about that since I'm sure you don't have one of those. Exactly. Sort of eyeing around right, or more. Um, no, definitely. Is this something that, you know, just generally people would be able to recognize looking at us? You seem to know a lot about these things. Uh, well, he did. Uh, so. Some, but my family, uh, my family are merchants and artisans. I'm more used to looking at items than others might be. And I've seen them before. It has been a bad period of time, hence the no money, no hostage situation, but I... That is another part of the book. Perhaps I was not being entirely truthful. It is not just the history of my family. It is the history of our accomplishments in crafting. It is my birthright and Hopefully one day my child's. Right. Okay. Um, so with all your crafting expertise, let's say we did have some of these corrupted magic items. I'm not saying we do, but if we did, in, in all your expertise, what would the best way be to hide those so that people couldn't tell anymore that they're magic? Not that we have them. Maybe not to go out in front of a large crowd of people watching a game? That'd probably be wise. Yeah, that sounds like a good start. (laughs) He's going to sort of blink at you. Um, well, it depends usually from the ones that my parents described to me and the couple that I have seen. It largely depends on the effect and how visible it is. So, for example, this totally mundane stick appears to be absorbing most of the light in that corner of the room. Little obvious to anyone who sees it doing that. If we, like, wrapped it in something, some decorations, make it look less ominous and to cover up that tip that you say is absorbing light. Which it's sort of the whole thing that's is. doing that. Um, okay, well, anyway. Okay. Anyway, if we covered it up, do you think that would help? Uh, it certainly might. Uh, okay. What about the other ones that you think we have? What's, what's what? conspicuous about them? I don't know if he's mentioned the other ones. I don't know. He had. <clears throat> well, oh, had he? Okay. I, I do see the staff at your back shining a little bit. That doesn't seem real 
It's normal. Just glass. It's metal. It shines. Metal is shiny. Okay. That um if it were not to have been that, that seems like a plausible excuse that you could use if it was to be something other than what it is, which is a totally mundane metal staff. Right. Okay. Anything else pop out to you? Uh, no, but now I'm thinking there should be. No, I was just checking. There's nothing else. I was just, there's nothing in the first place, really. I don't know where you got that idea. Um, so we're definitely going to help you. It's on the to-do list. I wrote it down in my brain. It's happening. You don't have to help us with anything. Obligations-wise, my party's going to kill me. You don't have to do anything in exchange for that. We're going to help you no matter what because we're good people, like Rick said. But if you wanted to help craft like a sheath or something for our sticks that are totally normal sticks so that they look a little more normal, unless... I just said sheath for sticks. Anyway, unless... Um, Weird? Maybe that would help. Maybe that'd be cool. But it's okay if also I, you don't want to. I can certainly see if I can gather materials, and I will also inquire to see if any of the other left behind know of anywhere that there are prisoners. Oh, um, bless you. And, and keeping that on the down low. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. No I kidding. I him ten gold as well uh, for your troubles to ease a bit of your I, time here can't actually use this right now. It would be best for me if you, and I appreciate the generosity of your gesture, held onto this and perhaps gave it to me as I was fleeing. Uh, certainly. Uh, then then I, I'll just write a note here. Uh, Tipple gets 10 gold while fleeing. Okay. There we go. Th- thank you. Thank you. Uh, please, if, if you find anything, if you are summoned tomorrow, please, any information that you can give me, anything that you happen to see would be wonderful. Uh, and I will inquire both as to materials and to prisoners. Uh, do, do we know the name of the book? It does not have a name. It is merely a record of my family. It's a largish Perfect. handwritten ledger. Please, if if you discover a way in or a way to it, you can also inform me of where it is and or bring me with you, and I can I will be able to spot it instantly. Excellent, yeah. yeah. Okie dokie, well. So he's gonna sort of be moving towards the door then. Okay. So I had I had sent you a quick message. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And and absolutely, you would be able to dismiss that before he went away. Are you walking out with him, or? Uh, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll kind of walk out and then uh, kind of go into the the crisp night air and watch him leave. And as he gets to as as you get out. He is going to hiss down at you, so it's very quiet, but it's a it's a harsh whisper. Why have okay. reinforcements already been sent? To wait, wait, did he say that to me? Yes. Or did I just overhear it? No, that okay. was to you. <laughs> and as he walks away, Rook. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you step back inside. 
wondering what the hell is going on, you think about what the hell that could mean. Reinforcements, where could that have already sent? Why? And what would... And you think about him startling, looking at your staff. And you think about the fact that it absorbs light from all of it. But what is only on the tip of it are the beads from your grandmother that you keep wrapped around it. Right. And with that, I think we will wrap up tonight's session. What fucking grandma? What? No. Rook, you never mentioned a grandmother. Uh, you didn't ask. Hmm. Okay, do I have to ask about everything about your past history? Should we go do, like, a fucking genogram now? (laughs) I mean, I mean... Anyway, that was super fun. Well, the party continues to debate what the fuck just happened, and, you know, Rook ponders what the fuck just happened. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in tonight. We hope you had a good time. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, We stream basically D&D or tabletop RPGs basically every week, uh, normally on Friday at 9. We had an unavailability this past week, which is why we're doing it on Sunday, but I believe we should be set for Goats and Dragons Fates of Rin this coming Friday. Yes? Aye. Nice. Very nice. Um, so that should be a lot of fun. Like I said, we try to do this every weekend on Friday or every week. I don't know. You decide what Friday evenings are. Um... From all of us here at Helpful Goat Gaming, thank you so much for watching. Have a wonderful night. Stay safe, stay well, and we will talk to you later. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye. Bye. This has been Helpful Goat Gaming presents Tear Beyond the Door. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this and would like more, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast, listening to our long-form campaign on the podcast Goats and Dragons, catching us on twitch.tv slash helpfulgoat, and on Twitter at helpfulgoat. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.